starting. <laughs> Dude, I got like 27 minutes. Do you want her to have no, your I'm phone good. while we're going? No, I'm good. Not? No, I'm good. You're nervous about the 27 minutes. I'm a little nervous about the 27 minutes. I got a kid that needs to be picked up from karate. You ready? Hello. Episode 9. This is Byron Lazine. 009. Oh, that's 007. And Nicole White. And this is... You are tuned in You're to The Real Word. We've had a lot of issues today. The Real Word. So many issues. Episode 9. We're going to jump right into it because Nicole... It's 5. So we got, got here to go. at 1. You got to roll. And it's now 5. 5 p.m. We did not get here at 1. Um, that's a lie. 2? Yeah. That's something like two. that. We've also accomplished other stuff in the meantime. But so many other things. If you've been following the show, podcast or YouTube or Facebook, wherever you've been following it, you know we've had some technical difficulties with our mics in the past. Mine's Today was just standing. one of those days. When we're set up in the new office, we're going to be good to go. Hey, yeah, right. maybe we should ask the people. like They can help us name it. We wanted to call it like the office. That yeah. Anyway. We're going to do that. So We're good. We're in great shape. We're so, jumping right in. We've got two topics today. One, the final word is about Bitcoin. Bitcoin. Super, super interesting. And then the other one is from Inman. We've been jamming on the Inman articles. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, Missy Yost wrote, wrote an article, seven requests buyers should never make. We're going to go down all seven requests. We will. Give our two cents. So wait, you love buyers, by the way. Love buyers. So you have tons Gotta of have experience them. with Gotta buyers. Have buyers. Yes. Gotta right. have them. I do enjoy the list side a little bit more. Just a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Just a little bit. Okay. But you're still having to deal with these because you're then having to respond. Absolutely. Yeah. Like these are, whether you're on the listing side of the deal or the buy side, you know, the, the frustrating part and Nicole oozes more empathy out of her body, I think at times oh. than I do, which helps. At with times? All just, the times. Just at times? <laughs> which helps with the buy side. I mean, I have massive empathy. I just think I probably have less patience. Yeah, well, you, it's business for you. Like it's, right. it's about maximizing your your, your profits and your time for your for your client. So, I like to hug and cuddle a yeah, little you're more. Yeah, right. Well, so. I mean, I wouldn't say I'm a hugger per se. Let's hug it out. I don't know if I've ever done that. But anyway, so you want to hop in? Let's hop in. Number one, these are seven things buyers Repair. should never ask for. According to Missy Yost. requests that she believes Buyers should never make. You can find the, this article on Inman. We'll, we'll link it up, of course, like we always do. Maybe it'll be somewhere. Where, um, wherever it is. Easily repaired items under $10. Agree or disagree? I told, well, so in our contract that we use here in on the shoreline in of CT. Connecticut, um, they actually write out that you cannot request yeah. any items that are under 100 yeah. or that I think total 500 yeah like if it's a bunch of it's a bunch of electrical issues and they are more than five you can then but yeah so ten dollars i mean for shizzle like it costs me more than ten dollars right. to write that line in an inspection request like just buy me a cappuccino at starbucks yeah or i'll instead. buy you one right. or maybe exactly. i'll buy you a gift card to home depot at the end of the closing for you to do that right so number two i agree i disagree with well, number so, two is replacement of smoke and carbon monoxide detectors. There's a reason I disagree with it because I work in Connecticut. Right. So in the state of Connecticut, if you do not have working carbon monoxide and smoke detectors, your seller has to give a $250 right. credit. So we are replacing the bushizzle out of those. Well, unless, I mean, 
Okay, so I'm always well, advising attorney, my seller. Some, some attorneys though have them give the two hundred fifty dollars yeah. so that they release the the the. Um, so Certainly, when that law came out, the the attorneys because they didn't understand it were doing that. Now I I don't find it as much because I think if you have an attorney, well, li- no one knew where the liability lay. Yeah, like it exactly. never ha- lied, laid, lied, uh, laid. Mm, either whatever. <laughs> but maybe she's saying don't ask for it because you'll get the money back and the mo- the two hundred fifty dollars is greater than the $15 you would spend on one of these detectors. Right. So maybe maybe that's where she's going with that. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll tell you, though, it's pretty obnoxious to ha- always have that line. That line is, well, maybe I shouldn't say obnoxious, but home inspectors always... So you know what? I'm going to take that back. I agree with her. If you're in Connecticut representing a buyer and it's missing, don't ask for it because you're going to get the 250 bucks and you're going to be able to put in the $15 item yourself. Uh, because well, you actually, get that. carbon monoxide detectors, I think they're a little bit more than that. I think they're they like, like 40 or, No. Yeah, maybe depends the combo. Depends if you get the wired or yeah. the... Depends okay. on which one you get. Well, right. I mean, that's a whole new thing, too. I mean, some of them are hardwired. Like, to code, they have to be hardwired right. if it's new construction. But anyway. Cosmetic issues, number three. Cosmetic issues in a resale home. Cosmetic would be normal wear and tear. Yeah. So the carpet's worn out. Yeah. Um, no. Yeah, you're not going to get that. You better... When you walk around your showing before putting an offer, you better see all that stuff yeah. and then, like, put in your offer accordingly. Those are what I call cold feet buyers. Oh, now we want to ask for all the carpets to be repaired Although, because they smell like dog. Do they didn't smell like dog on your three showings that well, you came through? right. Or, but on your walkthrough, though, there's like a hole in the wall and it wasn't there before. That's Well, that's appropriate. super legit, yeah. Yeah, but not yep. on a home inspection. Um, repairs related to minor plumbing and electrical issues. Oh, boy. So this one's tough because, man, how many times have you been asked to, um, oh, there's a double tap. I just repaired. Uh, I just repaired a stupid uh, electrical line on the sale of my personal home. Well, that was a lot of money, though. No, it cost me two hundred seventy-five bucks. Yeah, but that was like that was like the exterior line going into your home. You and only paid that much. A little woodpecker put a little pinhole in the uh, in the coating of yeah. the line. The, the I line was still working. I hate people asking about double taps. Stop double asking taps. about double taps. Should you ask for them? I would say. And here's what I typically do. If there's a lot of electrical issues, I I probably wouldn't. I would ask them. for a credit or something. But yeah, but or here, like if the electrician's coming, like have them all repaired. As a someone who's typically on the list side more often, our team does a ton of buyer deals. But I'm I'm typically on the list side. I will if a buyer's agent comes to me with twelve items because they're really focused on the three big ones, and yeah. they have like nine other like little nickel dimes. I always, hey, clean this up and then bring it back to me with the three most important out of these 12. Because we're certainly not doing 12 things for you, uh, especially if it was a competitive situation on the offer. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's usually the approach I take. What are the big ticket items? Double tap certainly is not a big ticket item. No, no. But inspectors always but, are write I mean, that you could up. also sort of flip it around like, oh, you want the septic like repair too bad? Like we're too busy like fixing double taps. <laughs> we'll do the double taps. You handle the You're septic. You're on the septic. Uh, number five, repair of hairline cracks in the basement or driveway. I tell you what, there are some buyers that get so freaked out when they see a crack yeah. in the foundation of the basement. And I, and I wonder, I'm like, what kind of house did you grow up in? Like you grew right. up with a basement without any cracks. Yeah, my All of a sudden you're buying a house and they become, so. the house is falling apart. Right. 
I would blows my mind. Yeah, I mean, and again, especially with the driveway, like you drove on the driveway when you pulled into the home, like those, you should have visually, like a home inspection is really for issues that you can't see, right? That you were unaware of or that like have like serious like structural or like health concern. Like this is not the time to be asked them to replace a driveway that you already have driven on like two or three times to get into the home. And on the basement foundation, you know, here in Connecticut Northeast, we have basements and we have foundations. Typically little cracks that are going, you know, up and down are not usually are settling if they're, you know, your home is not going to be perfect. If they're horizontal, then that's right. That's a different story. So we agree with her. We agree. I agree with her there. Do not ask. Uh, Number six, outdoor landscaping, porch and fence repairs. 100% agree. You, You can't ask for landscaping. No, but I mean, if like there's something wrong with the porch. Structurally, I would right, say yes. Right. Well, I guess she's talking about. Oh, right. FHA. She does mention FHA because yep. if if like the spindles are too far apart or Certainly there's chipping VA, paint, we get a lot of VA loans. To your point, chipping yes. paint and handrails. Yeah. Need to so be. there are going to be a few exceptions there. But in all honesty, that's not even going to be an inspection, and that's going to be a mortgage like issue. Yeah. You're. They're like, gonna. You're either gonna the appraiser do it gonna or you're not, that. or you're not gonna do the deal because the bank's gonna shut it down. Number seven. Replacement of failed seals in windows. I would say I agree with her. Uh, really? Yeah. I, if there is a window seal that is broken, I nine times out of ten will request the repair of the window of the seal. seal. That's, yes. The, but that to me is, how much is that? That's under a hundred bucks. Potentially, maybe. I've never repaired one before. <laughs> But you asked for them. I we I asked for them. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think it depends on the size. Like, if you're talking about a big picture window where it's, I really have a tough time with a lot of with a lot of inspection requests. Yeah. Outside of the roof is caving in. How you doing? I don't know if you guys heard that beep. Um, outside of the roof is caving in. Outside of the septic has failed. Furnace. Uh, furnace is you know, like outside here. of that stuff. Yeah. I have a big issue. Yeah. You just um, say go away. Because if you're not buying an, a new construction house, you as the buyers really need to understand you're taking on 30 years of maintenance, maintenance, maintenance. Every single month when you send that uh, check into the mortgage company, you need to be thinking, how much am I putting away this month for when shit goes bad? Because things are going to go bad. This is, I always go back to this. I know you want this to be an investment. Dropping the bomb. I know you think it's going to be an investment. And if you're there 30 years like Warren Buffett or 50, it'll be an investment for you because you'll have a bunch of forced savings. This is shelter. And if you want to hold your equity, you better make sure that that shelter that you just bought is tight. It's maintained. It has pride of ownership. You've done all the little things you're supposed to do to keep it really, really nice. And if you're not ready to do that, keep renting. Right. So I guess in in response to that, as a listing agent, if there was a window that had a broken seal, I would probably have my seller get that fixed before listing. Wouldn't wouldn't that be on like your list of absolutely something? Hey, dude, it's super evident that that window seal needs like I because I don't want to go through that conversation. No. When we're negotiating three, five, seven hundred thousand dollars, I. I never want to be talking about $50 items. And to that point, I don't want to be right. talking about furniture either. If I wanted to talk about furniture. Oh, no, you're not in the furniture Up sales. here in the Northeast, we've got Bob's, and I, I would go work for Bob's. Oh, you're not? You don't sell furniture? If I, wanted, if I wanted to talk about furniture. Final word, we're talking Bitcoin. 
The final word came from our own. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. Brianna. You got that? I haven't yeah, watched I it, it yet. Yeah, we're going to watch it right now. Okay. Everybody's going to get a chance to watch it. And uh, we're going to respond to Brianna's question on Bitcoin. Hey, Byron and Nicole. I actually have a final word. I'm wondering, what do you guys think about Bitcoin? Like, well, is there going to be one day where I can just buy a house with all my Bitcoins? Am I going to have any Bitcoins? Are Bitcoins going to disappear? What do you guys think about Bitcoins? Should I invest in Bitcoins? Let me know. Should you invest? All right, so this is... This I is, am not a financial planner, yeah, first of all, Brianna. Oh, nice disclosure there. This yeah. is super speculative, right? There's a million things. Bitcoin's obviously the big one that you're going to hear about. For right now. Uh, until for it right crashes now, right? in like 30 days. Oh, there's no doubt that Bitcoin is going to pull back. It's not going to continue to just accelerate in its value yeah. i think the people that got in two three years ago they're laughing right, right. especially with i don't know how much money you can pull out so and turn it back into cash yeah, i don't know how that all works here's the thing here's what i do believe and this is all speculative this is just my opinion um hence the real word hence the real word i believe that there will be a currency two or three there's not going to be right now there's like hundreds of these out here so a lot of them are going to fail, in my opinion. Okay. Now, I do believe two or three are going to be major players in the current, the global currency. You know, whether that's in ten years, five years, 50, whatever it takes. I don't know how long. So, if that's Bitcoin, and then you know, two other current. Yeah, I think there is going to be a major currency like Bitcoin that you can buy everything with houses. You pulled up an article Realtor on Realtor Magazine Mag. actually just today, which is December 4th, and it says a company lets tenants pay rent in Bitcoin. So there you go. A New York-based rental platform for landlords and tenants has announced that it will start accepting Bitcoin for monthly payments. So it's to some on a very micro level already happening, right? Yeah. So yeah, I do think that this is where we're trending as a global community in, in terms of community, uh, in terms of currency. Now, should, Brianna asked, should she invest in Bitcoin? Brianna, just for a little context for everybody, Brianna is, how old are you, Brianna? 23. 23. Brianna, do you have tons of money in the bank? No. Not Brianna really. does, okay, so Brianna does not have tons and tons yeah. of money in the bank. Super Brianna, risky. do you have college debt? No. no. All right, you don't have college debt, thank God. Um, but Brianna is young, not a ton of money. I would say to Brianna, well, actually, Maybe fuck it, right? Like you've got nothing she to lose. She lives at home. Like you live I at mean, home, you got nothing to lose. Like lose I would it. say for me, right? for me, I don't have- 100, 100 on black. I also don't have tons of money. I'm certainly not putting any of my money on Bitcoin right now because I think it's just way too risky. My buddy, like I have a friend who's killing it in, in um, New York. He put a little, very small amount on Bitcoin because it's How like- How long ago? It's like going to Vegas, like screw it. How long um, ago? I think he did it this year. Okay. So he didn't get like the benefit of like a year and a half ago. Wait, but even just just the last 30 days, there's been an upside. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh yeah, because yeah. exactly. Now I'm putting my money in things that I know, right? I know real estate, I know our business, our businesses. I'm putting, investing money into the business. Uh, I'm super comfortable doing that. I'm right. not comfortable going into Bitcoin. 
No, I personally feel like I just don't even know enough about it. It sounds super hokey. Like right. I feel like I'm like trading like ba- like baseball cards, but I, but I'm not making fun of any because like there's lots. I I, I it, people are crushing it. People are cru- yes. So maybe that maybe that's yeah. what it's. Maybe I'm kind of just a little like little, I just don't know it. I want to put either. like which is why but people are using it. So I I think so. She was talking about a house though too because even in this article it was talking about the fact that obviously the currency of Bitcoin is super volatile. Yeah. So I mean to be able to buy a house with it maybe a little maybe a little interesting because if you are under contract in say January but not closing until March it's gonna you know like what if it does you know like that's i don't know if someone gives me a pre-approval with bitcoin i i i mean trying to sell like a seller on accepting something yeah. like that i mean woo. yeah so th- that's interesting for the landlord there yeah. it's like you're right it's gonna fluctuate he, month to month he it, they did say that but it, they they take the the yes at the end of the day and again we're not financial advisors Definitely i would only not. invest in things that you know unless you have tons and tons of money and you just want to spread it out uh, even when I invest into the stock market, very little bit of money, because again, I don't have a lot. Um, I invest in the stocks that I know, right? Like I feel like, and you never know for sure, because you're not in there. You're not the, I'm not the CEO of Facebook, but I feel like I know Facebook a little bit and I know the value of it enough right. to put my money into something like that. Well, and you're using Facebook. Yeah. So like to invest in Bitcoin and then where are people using it? Are you not like, what will be the, like, what can I then yep. use? Can I use it to buy a house? And we don't even know the, the definitive answer to that. Well, Facebook, you're going to put your money into cash if you're. Well, but my point is, is that you're, you're using the Facebook platform. Right. Yes. Oh, right. Yeah. And so again, I'm only putting my money things that I, you know, almost can, t- I'm very simple in terms of my investment. Like I feel like I can touch our business. Like I know it enough uh, to put my money in there and like, I would invest in multifamily housing because I know for a fact that people are always going to need a place to live no matter where technology takes us. We're always going to need a home, a place to live, multifamily housing. People, I I saw a stat um, over the last 12 months, multifamily housing has gone up well over 15% in this country. We're at a time in the end of 2017 where Homeownership is at one of its all-time lows and interest rates are at its all-time low. People are going to continue to rent. Multifamily housing is a great investment, which is why it continues to accelerate in value. Yeah, and then again, maybe the landlord will take Bitcoin. I mean, I'd love to hear people that are actually that have actually invested in Bitcoin. Maybe they're using Bitcoin. Yeah. Maybe you're accepting Bitcoin. Like, tell us about it. Like, I would love to have like a follow-up to this. To Absolutely. Actually, maybe we can have someone sit here with us to like maybe educate us on Bitcoin. Maybe we'll be investing in Bitcoin. And they can be like virtually imposed. We can do that. With their virtual money. See, ooh, right? yeah. I, no, like I like it. Definitely drop us a comment. Yeah, if I'd love you to know. have invested in Bitcoin, and uh, if you, if what, even this landlord, like maybe we can get this landlord like on the on the phone. Absolutely. Like, what have dude, you used your Bitcoin for, or are you just investing in yeah, it? Yeah, because Bitcoin was originally, from what I understand, used for like illegal activity. So mm. it's really super interesting that it's now turning into something like. Even if you used for it for illegal real. activity, drop us that comment. Yes. Throw us a tell a, us how well that went. Throw us a thumbs up, a share, and if you have a final word. Uh, to be on the real word, definitely send us an email, a comment, a DM, and and we'll get you on the show. Brianna, thank, thank you. you for the final word. That was the real word, episode nine. It was a struggle getting this one out. We did it. See ya. See ya.